The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, here we are, episode 175 of the Mr. Nelson Show. Yeah, but that's important. We need new pipes. Boy, uh, there's some news breaking uh, when it comes to uh, the manipulation of elections here in the United States. It appears Facebook has announces it has found new attempts to influence American elections. Oh my God! I knew it! I knew it! No! This is it! This is it! This is the one! No! This is where justice will finally be achieved. Well, this from the Daily Wire by Hank Perrion, I believe. Uh, On Tuesday, Facebook announced that it has found a coordinated political influence campaign that seems directed at the November elections with dozens of inauthentic accounts and pages. I knew it. Oh, man. Eight Facebook pages, 17 Facebook profiles, and seven Instagram accounts were created between March 2017 and May 2018, according to the New York Times. Facebook told legislators on Capitol Hill that it could not tie the fake accounts to Russia. See? But they believe Russia was likely involved. Well, who else could it be? Come on. No evidence, but, you know, oh, what the please. hell? Why not? It's popular this season. Nelson, give it a rest. But Come anyway. On. Come on. Over 290,000 accounts followed at least one of the created pages, oh, according God. to Facebook. Oh, my God. Oh, boy, they got fooled. Yeah, yeah stupid alt-right <laughs> wiggers. one of them, I don't know. But all yeah. I ever follow is, like, comic book sites and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Nathaniel uh, Glacier, uh, Facebook's head of cybersecurity policy, said the fake accounts resembled those used by Russia's See? Internet Research oh, Agency in 2016. Well, there you go. Exactly. Case closed. Boom. But the recent yes. efforts were better disguised. Yeah, well, oh, my God. Yeah, that's See, right. They learned. They learned, they learned from the uh, yes. 2016 election. That's and, right. Yeah. Uh, Facebook Bastards. stated... It's clear that whoever set up these accounts went to much greater lengths to obscure their true identity than the Russian-based Internet Research Agency has in the past. We believe this could be partly due to changes we've made over the last year to make this kind of abuse much harder. Good. Pat on the shoulder. Pat on the shoulder. But security is not something that's ever done. We face determined, well-funded adversaries who will never give up and are constantly changing tactics. Oh my God. It's an armed race, and we need to constantly improve, too. Yes, right. Everyone should be a part of that. Everyone. Some examples Even of you, the Red. influence oh, man, campaign included anti-Trump material what? and racially charged posts. One called oh Resistors oh. promoted a <laughs> fake anti-right-wing protest <laughs> in August. In Washington, D.C. Oh, my God, no. Others featured anti-Trump memes, such as urging Trump to resign. On July 13th, Dan Coates, the director of National Intelligence, stated, Oh, no. It was in the months prior to September 2001 when, according to then-CIA director George Tennant, the system was blinking red. And here we are, nearly two decades later, 
and I'm here to say the warning lights are blinking red again. Today, the digital infrastructure that serves this country is literally under attack. Huh. What? Well. What? Huh. what? Yeah, it don't make much sense, does it, Lefty? No, it's supposed it to be all these Russians carrying Trump's water for they him because are. supposed this, to be their secret this, agent. This might be so How the hell you explain all this, a bunch of crazy but, lefties like yourself, Lefty, oh, getting God all stirred up by these people to have a protest in Washington and you all well, they stupid anyway. enough to fall for it. And he put up pages called Resistor and Trump and Trump resigned. Oh boy, oh boy, that sure sounds like a pro-Trump movement, doesn't it? Oh god damn. Who's the idiot now, Lefty? Who's the idiot now? Well, you see Damn it! Damn it. Okay. Uh, I think what we're really seeing here is uh, outside uh, forces yes. would like to see the American government in turmoil yes. and chaos. Uh, they can benefit from that, so as the Americans can't quite be the powerful player that they could be yes. in international affairs. Yes. So Russia seems a likely candidate. Yes. I would throw China in there. Huh? And some other small-time players, Iran huh? and such, oh, can on. be in there as well. Uh, but what would be the goal here? Uh, uh, the, the idea was all there was all this uh, pro-Trump stuff and, and the, yes. to uh, get Trump elected yes. because he was a secret agent for Russia. It's not all funny. That. Stop laughing. Uh, no, the goal is for the chaos because what? all no. of the evidence points you to, especially in the yes case of Russia, lifting. like everyone else, they expected Hillary to win. She did. So no, with all didn't. the stuff yes, flung did. at her and, and, and damaging her. That would put her in a weakened position as president, oh and God. that would be beneficial to them. Oh. But then Trump wins, so now oh what God. do you do? Well, you keep it going. What? And yeah. so and the popular uh, online uh, chaos amongst these uh, uh, nuts oh, <laughs> is, no, is no. anti-Trump, so you you got to oh. do that. Now, you could still have pro-Trump stuff, but it is interesting no, that the majority no, here appears to be oh, anti-Trump stuff, don't. where they actually were able to fool people into these protests. There was another one that was in New York where even Michael Moore fell for it. Oh, why uh, you got to bring be that a Black up? Lives Matter true, uh, uh, deal, and it was fake, and, but, they, but it fooled people. Well... So uh, people are are angry at the the need to manipulate and create this political chaos because the last thing Russia would want is a united American front Uh against them, and right now they don't have that. So Uh uh, pretty clever on their part, huh? Well, not much because it's pretty goddamn obvious. It's just a good amount of people are very foolish, very stupid. Oh my uh, God! Give. Very given to emotion, which oh, leads, here to, we go. leads you completely open to suggestion. Yep. And uh-huh. there you are. You can be manipulated very easily. So, oh, God, I'm so sick of this. Crap. That's what's going on here. <laughs> I it's mean, it's not know, funny. And, uh, it, it, it. If you're that riled up about posts and whatnot on social media, and you won't take five minutes to look into it and oh. see what the sources are, oh, it's all my fault. Oh, well, that's on you. Oh, here we go. And, See? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But is this like on par with the Cold War of of a nuclear arms yes. race? <laughs> no. Um, the bigger fears of cybersecurity would indeed be actual hacking of election results and How that you know sort they of didn't? thing. 
Uh, some of the more serious crimes that have been talked about, which don't lead to any political achievements, so which is why no one really notices it, mm-hmm. would be the, the theft of identities and that sort of oh thing. Oh, my God. Uh, but it could get more serious where uh, cyber attacks on the grid, on, on our banking, and uh, stuff like that could happen. And that's something that takes should be getting give more serious attention rather than who's posting memes on Facebook. There's no. way too much attention uh, on this. No. Because Facebook it, no. and your Facebook and your Twitter page and whatever else, your Instagram, is your responsibility. What? And the idea that they were selling your information. Oh, my God. It, I mean, if you're going to admit, say that you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, shut up. Where do these social media platforms go in the future? I don't Dad know, but uh, they got to find a way to make money somehow. It's all about and, money. Uh, you see, it's all you people uh, care but about. But Facebook, as far what? as being uh, this center of the universe of this whole uh, uh, narrative, it totally and story, was. Is much ado about nothing. Oh my God, and, that uh, is just outrageous. Just, it just, you just, the whole thing is burning down, and you're just laughing. Yeah, it won't even lift your finger to put it out. Oh God damn! I've had it over you. I've had you, it over you. You right. You people are giving to emotion. You don't think with reason and logic. All you do is I get can't. upset and scream and splatter and make a big bunch of oh, noise because you're so goddamn emotional. You don't uh, think uh, leads you to delusions and well, being psychotic and all that crap. Oh, and that makes you stupid, Liberty. Really? That's why you're stupid because you don't think because uh, you're so goddamn emotional. You're out of control. Yeah. It, uh, yes, Red, when it comes to trying to reach solutions and whatnot, people should lean more towards reason and uh, logic uh, rather than uh, full-on emotion oh my God. Um, because you end up screaming and hollering and That's stuff. right. Uh, yeah. Well, let's move on. Uh, lately, um... I've been watching episodes of the old 70s sci-fi TV series, Space 1999. What? Uh, This is because, for some bizarre reason, they're just on YouTube uh, for free. It can't possibly be legal that they're there. Probably not. Uh, Sometimes you'll find... Uh, you know, movies and TV shows on YouTube. Yeah. And uh, after pretty quickly, YouTube will remove it for the copyright infringement. And um, yeah. But I guess sometimes it takes a while for them to find them. And other people they'll put uh, shows and movies up, and they'll uh, they'll flip them, or the the films in reverse. Oh God! (laughs) And uh, they'll uh, like uh, speed it up a little, or they'll put like a frame around it. Or they'll put a, a glow in the middle of it. All these sort of things to get around, I guess, the automated copyright cop of YouTube. Uh, but in this case, with uh, Space 1999, no, it's the full-blown, perfectly fine uh, copy of the show. Oh and I, I remember it from my childhood, but I never really paid much attention. I didn't remember much of it. Just like And I just figured today. it was for what it was, which is a Star Trek knockoff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> come on. It is. Yeah. Uh, but come it uh, looks like they were going for a look that uh, was more akin to uh, Space. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Space Odyssey uh, 2001. Good look. Uh, Get it right. It's a classic. Which was groundbreaking special effects and very realistic oh, yeah, looking. Where beautiful. this is 
really a cheaper version of that. Now, their pilot episode, usually this is the case with all of these sci-fi shows, pilot episodes look the best because that's where they put the money in it to promote it. And then they'll say, okay, you got a series. You're going to have to spend less money. (laughs) So they got the sets and everything. And actually the sets were left over from this uh, team's uh, earlier TV series. This is all a uh, British production. What? Uh, oh my god, I had no idea. Show. And uh, they had had a series called UFO, and then had some of these sets. And then that when that series real. came to an end, they still had They're the sets. And they said, well, let's do another series. And so they did. Oh my god. And Space 1999 was the one. And they wanted American actors, so they managed to get Martin Landau and Barbara Bain, both of whom were from uh, Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise. And they brought no, them in to be the leads of this uh, series. And uh, off they were going. Um, I, and again, like I said, I didn't know much about it. I'd see pictures of them and stuff like that in uh, science fiction magazines and that oh kind of thing. God. And I barely remember watching I was very young at the time. So oh, well, uh, I mostly good. remember Star Trek and that sort of thing. But uh, it was funny because there was a, I saw, first I think I saw was a, a documentary on the series, which was pretty good. That's actually more interesting than the, <laughs> <laughs> in the series itself. Oh, yeah, come um, on. That's not But nice. uh, it was funny because Martin Lando, and people kept trying to compare us to Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do you think? Oh, I mean, man. he's sort of the captain, and he's got his crew, and they're well, going through deep space and all that stuff. So. And then eventually they even added an alien member of the crew, and they were all kind of grumbling about it. I guess they wanted our own Spock. Mm, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Only she was a pretty girl who could oh. sh- uh, shapeshift. She would turn into animals and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, But I, for years, I didn't really know what the premise was. I just thought they were traveling through space and exploring things. That's what but they did. no. See, their clever premise was in 1999, there's this base on the moon. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, somehow that never got around to happening. Uh, but... The purpose of the base was to dispose of nuclear waste on, from oh the Earth. God, so they brilliant. were burying the nuclear waste, and then, uh-oh, there was an accident, and it exploded. And the explosion was so tremendous that it pushed the moon out of the Earth's orbit. Not what? just the Earth's orbit, <laughs> completely out of the solar system. Well, you don't know, <laughs> So, on this push, they're traveling through deep space on their moon base in there. Oh, God. And the, the the pilot episode ends where they they locate this planet that they had originally planned to send ships to that they wanted to explore, uh, but uh, now the the whole moon's <laughs> going to, <laughs> and so there it ends. Oh, there's the planet named Meta. What? I'm not kidding. Oh, Meta was the name of the planet, and they were heading towards it, and that's how the show ended so so i'm gonna keep watching it as long as it's on youtube and i'll report back to you uh just how bad it is (laughs) because uh it's pretty bad Uh, but uh interestingly enough there was uh in the old days you would have this this company called power records and they would do these audio stories based on these comic books and TV oh, shows. God. And they would come with a comic book. So there was a couple of them for Star Trek. Please. And there'd be this comic book with it. And you would follow along with the record. And they would perform the story on the record. And you would read it as you go. And it's for young kids to pick it up and exactly. whatnot. 
So there were some a couple of Power Records versions of Space 1999. Well, how about and that? And there was a version of the pilot episode called Breakaway. Huh. And I got to admit, uh, the audio version is actually superior <laughs> oh, to the show. Just stop that. Uh, maybe because they cut it down and get to the point very quickly. Oh. Uh, but anyway, I thought we'd listen to that what? in this episode before we go to break. And then after break, we'll come back with uh, but, a new episode but, of uh, Bubba Stargon for this uh, sci-fi uh, episode of Nelson's show. So here oh is uh, Space 1999 from Power Records, uh, episode Breakaway. <laughs> It is the year 1999. On Moon Base Alpha, preparations for a manned probe of the recently discovered planet Meta are almost complete. The new commander of Alpha, John Koenig, is getting some last-minute information from the head of the Space Commission, calling from Earth. How do you like this, John? The first close-up shot of the planet Meta, taken from the unmanned space bearer 9, just in. It has atmosphere. Not only that, we're receiving signals loud and clear. The planet Meta could be supporting life as we know it. We must make a manned landing. Nothing must stop us, John. Nothing. Well, John, good to see you again. Professor Bergman. Victor, still here. Yes, um, I got caught. Listen, John, things are far oh, more serious than I suspect you've been told. Stop People that, are dying man. up here. The virus infection? Well, Dr. See? Russell doesn't believe it no. is a virus. It's, Looks very much like the effects of radiation, but I am... But what? There is no radiation. Look, the, the, you're in you know space well and radiation know all I'm not the going place. to ignore the fact that people have been That's dying point, up here. Red. But the space launch of the century must not be allowed to slip through our fingers. That planet is passing just close enough to make a landing. This medical problem must they be solved. Whole planet There's coming. no margin for error. Dr. Russell has some ideas yeah, I worth listening to. Forgot that Why part. don't you talk to a job? God damn, this is better than the show. That show must be Our ninth man you're, died this morning. Red. One moment he's fine. The next, he had lost all control. He Look shit all over himself. Oh, God, stop that, Red. And there's Jeez. immediate disorientation of the kind that's classic in radiation attacks. I understand, oh, Doctor. You've had 11 cases so far. Nine deaths. Like but all nine who died were workers in nuclear disposal area, too. The two astronauts with the same illness never went near that site. It's inconsistent. There's another inconsistency. Oh, there is no radiation that in area two. What about the backup crew? Are they uh, medically clear to fly this mission? They appear to be, but they've lived the same lives, been through the same training as the critically ill probe astronauts. I probe. can't guarantee that they won't be probe astronauts. Oh, God, here we go. Dr. Russell, the two astronauts. Come quick. God damn, that's some big feet. Well, they did have platform shoes back then, and if you watch the it's show, over. I ain't gonna watch it. Yeah, but if you do, you'll see even the men wearing high heel shoes. I'll find out why those in their uh, bell-bottom slacks. Paul, oh, I'm going to recheck the radiation you. levels of Area Two uh, myself. Get an eagle ready. I'll need two volunteers. Yes, sir. Uh, that's what they call their shuttles. I want Area 2, Collins, not 1. That's where we're going, Commander. We just use Area 1 as a turning point. Navigation beacon, Delta. It's a, it's a landmark. Hmm, Area 1. 
this was the first nuclear waste area up here. Has it been used since I left Victor? You know, no, John, launching nuclear waste into outer, outer space, what if a rocket blows up on the launching pad? Yeah, well, they got exploding all the time. Wouldn't that be stupid? That's right, Red. That's why no one... Landing at Area 2, Collins and Jackson go out on foot to check the radiation levels, while Koenig and Professor Bergman stay in the area monitoring depot. Point one, check complete. Radiation normal, no leakage. We're going on to point 48. All right, Jackson. Section by section, the two men check every part of Area 2. Commander, point 48, check complete. Radiation normal. That's it, sir. All okay out here. All right, Jackson. Thanks. Get out of there as fast as you can. That seems to prove that the radiation can't hurt within safe limits. Whatever killed our men was not radiation. Seems not. Commander, it I've got to get out of here. All right, Collins. We're leaving soon. No, no, no. Got to get oh, out. He's pushing the load. Kill us all. Collins suddenly goes berserk, but after a brief but fierce struggle, is overpowered. On returning to Alpha yeah, on the light side of the show, moon, Koenig asks for the flight records of the dead astronauts. I checked the flight record as you asked, Commander. Listen to this. There's a two-minute blankout on the flight recorder over navigation beacon Delta, Area 1. That's where Collins took us on our way to Area 2. Does he always Area fly two, that route? Huh? Five or six times a week. Yeah. And the probe astronauts? May there are training flights of the dark side of the moon in that general area regularly. Commander, there's a steep rise in heat level, disposal area oh, one. All indications show that the radiation level is normal, but the heat continues to rise. Heat without radiation, without atomic activity. Yeah, uh, that's put really, area one really on the weird. Screen, Paul. Yes, sir. Look at that. What? Lightning, surface fires. Victor, any ideas? As a matter of fact, yes, that's John. I've been looking at this monitoring device from the old area one. It was used to recall the magnetic output of the artificial gravity system so out there. So they named the old area. When the area, area was closed one. down, it had nothing to record. But now, look at it. A 20-fold increase in the magnetic field. We've been obsessed with radiation. Are we supposed to know what the hell they're talking about? What we're facing is a new effect. Magnetic energy outputs of unprecedented violence arising from the atomic waste deposit on the dark side of the moon over the years. Magnetic energy causing brain damage and bringing death to 11 men. The probe astronauts went over there daily, as did Collins in the shuttle. Then we've all been exposed to it since we've all been to Area 2, and to get there we had to pass over Area 1. They've all been exposed because it took another team. Bigger problem. Area one burnt itself out in a huge magnetic subsurface firestorm. What if the same thing happens in area two? Paul, let's get an eagle out there immediately to monitor magnetic levels. I won't be responsible for any more men out on the surface in these conditions. Neither will I. Just keep panties on then. on the screen. Let me get this straight. They basically turned the moon into a giant kitty litter box for nuclear turd. Yeah, that's... That's what they did. Blast her out of it, Paul. No use, Commander. She doesn't respond. She's gonna crash. Look at the reading. A tremendous magnetic surge. It could trigger an atomic explosion. Yeah, you just had a crash. Commissioner Simmons on Earth. Emergency code Alpha-1. Yes, sir. You were right, Doctor. It was radiation. Magnetic radiation. Well, what do you know? Sitting on the biggest There's radiation all over the place. Made. And it took you. 
Simmons Almost the entire the episode heat rise in Area 1 when yes, reported to has radiation. spread to Area 2, which contains well, 140 hell. times Fog the amount of waste as Area like 1. With quantities like that, there could be a chain reaction. All right, well, so they made some mistake. We can try to break the pile apart, rip up the rods, the destroy the mass. Uh-huh. By dispersing it over a no. wide area, we might prevent that. Good. Do it. Six eagles are moving into the area now, Commander. All right, Paul. Let's see it on the screen. Uma, I want central computer updated with everything possible, constantly. We're getting some of the containers moved. Number 26, disperse to grid 9. Disperse to grid 9. How does it look, Paul? We've had navigational failures on two of the ships. They've returned for replacement. That means the magnetic field is probably expanding. Tell the others to increase altitude. Right. Main mission to all eagles, increase altitude. Captain Carter. Yes, sir. Carter, do you have an extra ship available? No, sir, they're all committed. Then take Eagle One into orbit. Report how things look. But from I just there. told right. you they're all committed. Sandra, what are the readings? Heat level holding, <laughs> magnetic field fluctuating. <laughs> That's what worries me. What are the chances of getting it under control, Victor? Too early to tell. Eagle One to Alpha. Go ahead, One. Liftoff complete. Trajectory computed and programmed. We'll be in orbit in two minutes. Okay, Alan. Levels seem to be holding. If only they can. Commander, it's going up. Abort the mission. Main it's, mission it's a little late. Eagles. Return to base immediately. <laughs> Repeat. Return to base immediately. Uh, they can't. They've all been atomized. Suddenly, all aboard Alpha Moon Base are hurled to the floor and held there as though pinned down by a huge invisible hand. Yeah, it's called gravity. I can't move. G-forces. We're moving. The moon. Yeah, all these people who've worked in space all this time, and none of them have Alpha, ever heard of G-forces. This is Carter and Eagle One. Do you copy? Alpha. Receiving. We're a little receiving. busy right now. It's moving away from Earth. Carter, I read you. Can you hear me? Commander, thank yep. God you're okay. What's happening down there? We've got preventive G-forces. Can hardly move. But, but able to work this button and talk to you. G's now. Yes, we're compensating. Oh, see, geez, the, the G's. The disposal area has been acting like a gigantic rocket motor. Pushing us out of orbit. But if it has stopped fissioning, we shan't be accelerating anymore. Carter, did you In hear that? Mode. Yeah, loud well, clear. with can you make it back uh, to the base? Zero gravity. No, I can make uh, it. I'm closing now. Uh, it'll I can't keep make going it. at this speed until something Tomorrow, slows it down. Check around the base. This is main mission. All sections report. Security section, we have audio contact, video systems gone. Service all section, right. control power, operating on emergency systems. Medical section poor, explosive decompression in two compartments, area sealed off, no leaks. Sufficiently Except for the to- toilets, they've all backed up. Mm. We're slipping and sliding in. now is, can we make it back to Earth? Uma, consult the master computer. I Uma. want a readout on contingency plan Exodus. Yes, sir. Emergency that operation was Exodus, indefinite patterns, one... Moon on unknown trajectory. Yeah, we know two, that. Constantly changing G forces due to movement away from Earth. Uh huh. Three, insufficient data. Yeah, so basically she just told us everything we knew required. and said, I don't know anything else. Attention, all sections. Alpha, this is Commander John Koenig. As you know, the moon has been blasted Koenig. out of orbit and we have been yeah. completely cut off from Earth. We have power, environment, and therefore, the possibility of survival. Everything's fine. If we should try to return to Earth without full resources, I believe we would fail. 
Therefore, it is my judgment we do not try. Yeah, because we got oh. a TV series. What about to our do? communications with Earth? Any chance of restoring contact? Very yeah. little, sir. We've lost all direct communication. All I can get is this video report being broadcast no on Earth. Bars on our Put phones. it up on the big screen. The totally unforeseen accident on the lunar surface has caused very <laughs> totally serious repercussions here huh? on Earth. Due to gravity disruption, there have been violent earthquakes there. in the United States, Yugoslavia, and southern France, with enormous damage to life yeah, and property. Yeah, they didn't know the Yugoslavia The International Lunar Commission holds out little hope lines. for the rescue of the 311 men and women on Moon Base Alpha. The moon's acceleration away from Earth has put it beyond the reach of any... All right, hold the rabbit ears on the side. Maybe you can catch it. Oh, there's a picture coming in. There, hold that. It's the planet Meta. 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 for our future lives. September 13th, 1999. It is. They just don't pronounce it right. Yes. Should have known better than to expect something cool from some dumb British show. Oh, now, come on. The, the British produced Doctor Who? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, I mean, uh, Doctor Who used to be a good show. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I'll return with other reports. I don't know that I'll have an audio story <laughs> of each episode. But, uh I don't know, it's just one of these weird fascinations that gets stuck on something, even something crappy like this. So we'll see how the next episode goes, and uh, I'll report back on that. So let's take a break, and we'll come back with a, a new episode. In fact, a, a the concluding episode of Bubba Stargon, the Uranus Patrol, in the asteroid of Dr. Moronicus. No, now you're doing it too. Asteroid, Uranus, oh, God, everything no. is ass and poo. Oh, God, now why do I even bother? You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Oh, boy. What's the matter, Sally? I guess the beer just doesn't give me the buzz it used to. You need a butt chug. A butt chug? I'm not pouring beer in my ass. Not beer. Cough syrup. Here, let me flip you over. What? Oh, 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 oh my, oh. Let's move these panties aside. <laughs> and we'll insert this tube. Oh, ah, oh. Here comes the cough syrup, Sally. Oh, ah, oh. Wow. The walls are melting. I see flowers taking flight and turning into stars. <laughs> Can't get a buzz? Then you need... A butt jug. Warning, butt jugging may lead to brain damage, rectal rot, and or farts that smell menacing. Now, hey, that's some snazzy looking shirt you're wearing. Where'd you get that? Ah, I got it at the Miss Nelson's door. Mr. Nelson's door? Where that is? Ah, you, you go to zazzle.com slash the underscore mr underscore n-a-i-l-s-i-n underscore store it's just that simple <laughs> oh man that sounds pretty cool what else can you get there oh hats and mugs and it's got all kinds of nelson art on it from the nelson show and old bob levy show and uh 
and even he got shirts like oh, this stupid alien telling nobody built the pyramids. <laughs> oh, what's this one? Oh, that's episode eight. That refers to that nasty Star Wars movie everybody hates. Oh man, I hate it too, and I want everyone to know it. All you gotta do is get that shirt, and you can let them know. Oh man. Oh, look at all this. Who's that? It's Night Night. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're Night Night and uh, Rob Saul, whoever that is, right? All that kind of stuff and more from Mr. Nelson. You can find it at the Mr. Nelson store at <laughs> Oh, man. I don't want to be the only one who doesn't have it. No, you don't. Better get over there right now. Yeah. That's right, friends. Head over to Zazzle.com slash the underscore MR underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. Yes, it's just that simple. How come everybody always says you might catch a cold? Isn't it more accurate that the cold catches you? <laughs> I don't know, I was just wondering. Anyway, here's a little short film on colds. It's filled with runny noses, coughs, sore throats, and all the stuff we all love about the common cold. Now, if you get sick after watching this one, don't blame me. I just told you that this film is all about getting sick. <laughs> Warning, the Surgeon General is not amused about this short film. Yes, when you want to see films like this and others with my witty commentary and clever little sound effects, <laughs> you need only head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson. N-E-I-L-S-I-N. It's just that simple. And you can look up this particular new film called Nelson Riffs Sniffles and Sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> there you can see the trailer and simply download for a mere 90 cents. Oh my goodness. Can it be true? Yes. Yes, it is. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and get cracking on those clever little films with me. Yes. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, from Nelson Productions comes a space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Previously on Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol, Bubba and his crew found themselves trapped in the laboratory of Dr. Maronicus, with several of his mutated creations outside banging on the front door. Holy crap! Man, I hope you got a back way out of here. Yes, of course. Uh, just through my office. Uh, Wait a minute, Bubba. Look, according to this map, his office leads us to a passageway that takes us further away from where our shuttle is stopped. What? Aw, oh, damn it. That's just... Wait, look. This section right here. It says hangar. Is that where you keep your shuttles there, Doctor? Well, yes, but... Uh, Great. We'll make our escape and get back to the Edsel on one of his shuttles. But, 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 
No, Captain, you can't do that. Uh, what? Why the hell not? Because I destroyed all the engines of the shuttles in the Hager Bay. What? what the hell? Why would you do that? Well, now, listen. I did some of my early experiments managed to escape in one of the shuttlecraft, so I didn't want any more of those getting out, so I uh, disabled the remaining shuttle. Oh, oh man. You can't stop Creatures are getting through the door. Holy crap. Uh, Everybody get your lasers out. On my mark. Get the uh, The door to my office is pretty strong. We it might buy some time as we make good our escape out the back door. Uh, yeah, all right. Everybody, we're going to the doctor's office. Come on, let's go. Oh, my God, Lenny, they're getting through. Uh, don't worry, baby. Uh, I got See, you. what the hell is this all about now? Get your hands off of my... Uh, oh, God. Oh, no. Get him. Dr. Maranicus, what the uh, hell? Probably it looks like that creature hocked a loogie into his face. It must be some kind of venom. It's making him sick. Damn it, haul his carcass back to the office. Everybody, we're going to the doctor's office. Tag and I will cover you. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that, you slimy bastards. Yeah, you don't like that, huh? I can run for it, huh? Well, here's one in your butt. Yeah, that's right. Fire in the hole. <laughs> the red smells like shit. Barbecued in hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, all right, all right, we're in. All right, come on. Shut the damn door, Tig. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Bubba, this looks bad. Uh, whatever the toxin is, uh, I don't have anything in my medical kit to treat uh, it. well, you tried, but... <laughs> Antitoxin. Uh, Antitoxin. Uh. Oh, right. Oh, Lenny, over here. He's got the antitoxin treatments in this cabinet. Uh-uh. Let's see here. Uh-uh. Oh, what? Uh, Bubba, yeah, this is like a combination of chemicals. I'm going to have to make a mixture out of it and then administer it to him. Uh, this is going to take some doing. Yeah, well, Booze, we don't really have the time, you know. Bubba, wait. If we use the backway passageway, we may be able to double back and lead those creatures away so that Booze can complete his work. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks, Ludie. That's uh, that's just great. Jeez. Oh, All right, look, we're gonna have to split up. Hey, Ludie, you're with me. Tag, you and uh, Miss Grace here. By the way, Miss Grace, I hope you know how to use one of these. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Great, great. Uh, the two of you are gonna have to team up. Start taking shots at these monsters and lead them away from the laboratory. Good luck, booze. Yeah, yeah, you too, Bubba. And Grace, be careful. You too, Lenny. And soon, the two teams of Bubba and Ludy and Deputy Tag and Grace take their positions on opposite ends outside the laboratory. Yeah, there's the bastards now. Hi, Lady, I'll take first shot. Wait a minute, Bubba. Look, I'm the better aim, so I'll go first. Now, if you do that, I'm gonna get distracted by your butt. <laughs> God. I'm gonna have to take first shot, Lady. Whoops, damn it, missed. See, I told you. Uh, hey, ugly, uh, over here. Okay, here they come. I better make a run for it. Meanwhile, on the other side of the lab, we find Deputy Tag and Young Grace. Oh man, there's more of them than I thought. Oh jeez, there's a whole steel feed coming. Oh, what do we do? Oh good, we can't go back to the lab. Uh, oh, let's head to the hangar. Uh, those doors are much stronger than the other ones, and we have to hold them up in here. Yeah, all right, let's go. And soon in the hangar. Oh, man, I made it. 
Huh, that was a good idea you had there, Miss Grace. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, jeez, you know, we can take these helmets off in here. Oh, oh yeah, that's better. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I guess we'll stay here until uh, I hear from Captain Stargon. Uh, what to do? <laughs> oh, boy, but that could take forever, you know, and uh, I get bored easily. Say, I got an idea. Why don't uh, we do each other some favors? Here, I'll go first. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what? I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just relax oh, and let me do all the work. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait, hey, wait. You're turning green. What's going on? You're one of them. Meanwhile, on the other side of the station... Oh no, I'm running out of charge! Yeah, I haven't got much more to go either. Well, I guess this is our one opportunity, lady. For what? For you and me to get it on, because uh, we don't have much time left to live. <sighs> Baba, wait! Come on, just firing in the other direction! Tag, that you? Baba, Wait, that sounds like... It is! Mr. Spot! Hey man, am I glad to see you! Well, when you didn't report in, we came looking for you. And we made contact with your PAL system on the shuttle and informed us what happened to its robot form. And we suspected the worst, so we decided to mount a rescue party. Plus, we made contact with Dr. Soros Lear, who told us what a sick, sad, creep Dr. Maronicus was. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't know the answer. Come on, Bubba, there's something coming! Get behind me, you two. I'll take the shot. Hold your fire, hold your fire, you mangy mud. It's just me, damn it. Booze! Uh, where's Dr. Maronicus? Um, he didn't make it, so, you know, shit happens. Whoa! Oh, my God! What was that? Sensors indicate there was an explosion in the hangar area of the station. Checking out the security cam footage. Holy crap, that, that might be where Grace went. Oh, jeez. Here's the footage from the hangar deck a few minutes ago. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. Uh, oh, just oh, relax. Let me do all the work. Uh, yeah. Looks like Deputy Tag's butt accidentally set off one of the explosive charges he brought with him in the attempt to destroy this station. Um, so, there's that. Oh my god. Grace. No. <laughs> Gee, that's god. tough, Booz. That's, uh, that's really tough. My god. That monster experimented on his own wife. Yeah, well, anyway, we got the data from his work, so. No. No, we don't, Bubba. I deleted it. What? I don't think that horrible work should be allowed to see D the light of day. Damn it, Looney, that wasn't your call. Ah, jeez. This whole damn trip was for nothing. Bubba, the hangar explosion has compromised the station's structural integrity. We need to get out of here. Yeah, all right, let's haul ass. And later, back on board the Edsel. Well, there goes the last of the asteroid station of Dr. Maronicus, and good riddance. Jeez, what a nightmare, you know? Um, Bubba, uh, I was able to check more of the data from the security cam footage of the station, and, um, well, it appears 
Blues never made any attempt to uh, treat Dr. Moronicus. The footage just shows him sitting there drinking beer while Moronicus gags on his own vomit. Jeez, <laughs> man. I guess booze really was pretty hardcore for that chick. <laughs> but, but, Papa, th this is a serious violation. I, uh, w what do we do? Well, yeah, it's a pretty serious charge and whatnot, but I think we'll just let this one slide, uh, Spot. Um... Bubba, I know he's our friend and everything, but uh, laws and rules are laws and rules. Uh... Yeah, well, Spy, look at it this way. Dr. Moronicus was a monster-making piece of shit and a menace to society. So, uh, Booze kind of did us all a favor, and besides, any punishment he should get, well, he's been punished enough as it is. I mean, come on. He was hot and heavy for this chick, but she turned out to be a backstabbing slut who was also a homicidal mutant lizard. Meanwhile, in the cabin of Lieutenant Ludy... Transmitting Dr. Moronica's data now. Well done, Agent Ludi. This will go a long way in achieving final victory for the Empire of Mars. Thank you, Magnus Rex. Oh no! Is Lieutenant Ludi a traitor? And hey, what about those mutants that escaped on a shuttle? Huh. Well, I guess we'll just have to find out on some other episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. And there you have it, uh, Bubba Stargon. So that's the uh, actual second adventure under this uh, Uranus Patrol version of the story. Gee, what will happen next? Well, as it said, you'll just have to wait and see. In the meantime, I got to wrap up this show so I can get back to watching Space 1999. <laughs> uh, the second episode, I've already got it queued up. Uh, it's called uh, Force of Life, and this would be uh, Season 1, Episode 2 of Space 1999. And if I remember, I'll give you a report on that in the next episode of the Mr. Nelson Show this Saturday. So see you then. Thanks for listening to this one, and please do check out the Nelson store at Zazzle.com or head over to Selfie.com slash Nelson for my poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies. I got a new one coming up. Well, uh, sort of new. It's uh, Chapter 3 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Oh, boy, is that title not long enough. Uh, and that'll be up there shortly. And uh, I'll have to make an audio ad for that, too, for this very program. And I'll do that. But uh, head over there. It's dirt cheap. And uh, it helps me. Uh, try to expand into greater Nelson avenues. So uh, it would be greatly appreciated. So again, thanks for listening and we'll see you again on Saturday. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.
I won't be responsible for any more men out on the surface in these conditions. Neither will I. 